from Pembroke to Pen Alley for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I am Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. Five new cases of the coronavirus have been recorded in Heweldar Health Board area yesterday. Public Health Wales data shows there were four new cases in Carmarthenshire, one in Pembrokeshire and none in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 30 new cases were confirmed with no new COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases across the three counties is 16,117. That's 10,829 in Carmarthenshire, 3,498 in Pembrokeshire and 1,790 in Ceredigion. In Heweldar, 386,457 vaccinations have been administered up until May 26th, with 21,293 in the last seven days. The Army Cadet Force has announced that it's recruiting Pembrokeshire youngsters aged between 12 and 17 to join up as well as looking for adult volunteers. With the latest easing of lockdown restrictions, the Army Cadets are now meeting face-to-face and want more young people to join. Throughout West Wales, detachments can be found in Fishguard, Haverford West, Narbuth, Temby, Milford Haven, Nayland, Pembroke Dock, Temby and St Clairs. The Cadets meet on Mondays and Thursdays between 7 and 9pm every week. All uniform except for the boots is supplied and there is a joining fee of £20. The ACF is also on the lookout for adult volunteers to help deliver a range of activities with both uniformed and non-uniformed roles available. Wendy Abbott, detachment commander of the local Army Cadet, said becoming an Army Cadet has a range of benefits, the most obvious being that young people get to take part in loads of exciting and challenging activities such as military skills training, outdoor pursuits, first aid, music and sports. To be eligible, the young person will need to be aged between 12 and 18 and have started year 8. As an inclusive organisation there are no entry criteria for abilities. There are no weekly subscriptions and our residential activities are heavily subsidised especially for those in receipt of free school meals. If you know of a young person who wants to aim higher, feel more confident and get a head start in their future, get them to join the Army Cadets available at armycadets.com. David Powis is investigating the sudden death of a 27-year-old man found in Laws Street in Pembroke Dock at around 3am on a Saturday, May 29th. Two men have been arrested in connection with his death and remain in police custody at this time. Detective Chief Inspector Jonathan Rees said, We appreciate the large police presence would have caused disruption and concern for the community and we thank them for their support and understanding at this difficult time. Anyone with information that could help officers in their investigation is asked to call the police, quoting reference DP202 You can email them on 101 at uk or by calling 101. More complaints have been raised over unjust fines being issued at a controversial car park in Granog. It follows numerous reports that motorists were receiving fines because the ticket machine did not work. Others have reported they didn't have a phone or 4G signal to pay the charge via the app. The privately owned car park has made national headlines in recent years for issuing £100 fines. It's managed by One Parking Solutions Limited and owned by Swansea businessman Anthony Ramsey Williams. Many locals say that they fear the fines could make the popular seaside village a no-go zone. Retired barrister Sarah Powell has urged the public to contest the fines if they are considered unjust. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. This is Pure- 
and confetti on Pure West Radio at the end of a really sunny Pembrokeshire bank holiday weekend. I'm Ben Stone with Bill Kahn, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Very good evening and welcome to the show, Pure West Sport for a bank holiday Monday. And I hope you've had a great day, whatever you've been up to. It's been nice and sunny across Pembrokeshire and across the whole of the UK, wherever you're listening to us, you are very, very welcome. We've got another really busy show coming up for you. We're live on the Facebook page after eight o'clock. We'll be talking cricket and also football. Big disappointment, wasn't it, for Swansea City losing to Brentford in the playoff final. We'll get Fraser's thoughts on that and also 
back on the Champions League final as well as Chelsea stunned Manchester City in Portugal on Saturday evening. So plenty to come and we're live on the Facebook page. But in the first hour of the show, well, very soon we'll have... Uh, rundown on all of the Pembrokeshire Cricket League results. As I said, it was good to have some better weather across the county to allow the cricket to take place. So we'll recap all of those. Also, we'll be hearing from Matthew Davis, the co-owner of CrossFit Gym in Haverford West, as well as someone who's heavily involved in rugby and cricket. We'll find out about why it's so important that those facilities are now reopened. Uh, Brian Griffiths, at the age of 80, well-respected in the world of Pembrokeshire cricket and still available to play if Burton are ever needing his services. Uh, He's going to be talking to our very own Bill Kahn on the show, and we'll hear from cricket coach and umpire Jonathan Willington, all in the first hour of the show, right here on Pure West Sport. Does your dog have bad habits such as biting, growling, chewing, house soiling, chasing cars, bikes, or even children? Or maybe your dog just doesn't listen. If you need help, advice, and training for your dog, then contact Bowen's Canine Mind. Canine psychologist and dog behaviorist Oliver Bowen uses science-based techniques to help you truly understand how your dog thinks and learns. Bowen's Canine Mind. Find them on Facebook. Are you an unpaid carer looking after a loved one? There are thousands across Wales, many feeling unsupported and alone. Now more than ever. Carers Wales is here for you with expert advice, useful information, support and much, much more. And it's all free. Find out more at carerswales.org. That's carerswales.org. Carers Wales, here for you and all unpaid carers. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. It was hot, so we went out on an inflatable. One minute we could see our friends on the beach, and the next we were drifting out to sea. Then Sophie started to panic. But you didn't. You dial 999 and ask for the Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Grab my hand! And we just want to say, whoever you are, thank you. In an emergency at the coast, call 999. And ask for the Coast Guard. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio.
Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. That's Madonna and Like a Virgin. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport. I hope you're well wherever you're listening to us. You're very welcome. We're live on the Facebook page after eight and you can get involved using the hashtag Pure West Sport. But let's have a look at what happened on Saturday in the Pembrokeshire Cricket League in Division One. Cresselli beat Haverford West by 207 runs. Cresselli scoring 303 for eight before bowling Haverford West all out for 96. Whitland beat Sleckrid by 97 runs. Whitland scoring 202 in their innings. Sleckrid were 105 all out in reply. Carew beat Narbeth by 30 runs. Carew uh, scoring 195 for 8. Narbeth 165 for 9 in reply. Uh, Nayland beat Saundersfoot by 7 wickets with Saundersfoot scoring 120 for 8. Nayland 124 for 3. And Lorraine beat St Ishmael's by 10 wickets as Tish were bowled out for 36 in their innings. In Division 2, uh, Pembroke were beaten by Burton by 103 runs. Carew beat Hook by 5 wickets. Langham beat Herbranston by 248 runs. A whopping score for Langham who scored 298 for 6 in their innings. Herbranston were bowled out by 50 runs. Kilgetty beat Haverford West seconds by 56 runs and Pembroke Dock uh, were winners against Lamphy by 80 runs. In Division 3, Johnston beat Griselli seconds by 23 runs. Narbeth seconds beat Haverford West thirds by nine wickets. Larn beat Stackpole by five wickets. St Ishmael seconds beat Langham by 97 runs. St Ishmael seconds were 257 for one was they bat, and they actually managed to restrict Langham to 160 for seven. And Nayland seconds were beaten by Slan Ryan by 78 runs. In Division 4, Carew thirds beat Hook seconds by 31 runs. Clam Ryan seconds beat Lorraine seconds by 51 runs. Burton seconds lost to Saundersfoot seconds by nine wickets. Another low score there. Burton were all out for 35. And the game between Sleckrid seconds and Whitland seconds uh, didn't finish with Sleckrid 133 for six. Division 5, Fishguard beat Criselli thirds by seven wickets. Haverford West fourths. Lost to Whitland thirds by four wickets. Hundleton 
beat Pembroke seconds in a low-scoring game by 23 runs. In that one, Hundleton were 89 all out, but managed to dismiss Pembroke for 66. And Pembroke docks seconds, another side to have a big winning margin. Uh, Pembroke docks seconds beating Stackpole seconds by 130 runs. So well done to everyone involved with Pembrokeshire cricket over the weekend. We'll have more on that to come after eight. What it does for the table, well, in Division 1, Nayland lead the way after six games on 72 points. Lorenny second with 69 and Cresselli third on 56. In Division 2, Pembroke Dock clear at the top on 72 from Langham, who are second on 54 and Pembroke on 47. In Division 3, Johnston top the table, three clear of St Ishmael's seconds, who are on 63 and Ryan on 60 points. Division 4, Ryan seconds are top on 60, Carew third, second on 39. And in Division 5, of the Pembrokeshire Cricket League, it's Pembroke seconds who are actually leading the way in terms of points, but Division 5 has been readjusted to reflect league positions by average points. So it's Hundleton who currently lead the way at the top of the table. And that's how things are looking after another weekend of cricket. And as I said, it was just good to see matches being played and the weather allowing for that. We'll get Bill, Gordon and Fraser's thoughts on the weekend's cricket a little bit later on this evening. You can give us yours as well. We're live on Facebook after eight. Right now, though, it's the Beach Boys on Pure West Sport. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. Monday evening and it's Pure West Sports for a bank holiday Monday. Hope you've had a great day. It's been nice to have some good weather sitting in the garden, no doubt about it. That's the Beach Boys and Surfing Safari. I should let you know we're live on Facebook after eight. 
Bill Gordon and Fraser will be joining me. Uh, we'll be featuring a bit more on the Pembrokeshire Cricket League. We just gave you all of the results from Saturday. Alex Bailey is going to be one of our guests. He scored 167 for Cresselli on Saturday. They had a big win and we'll be hearing from Alex after eight. And also Mickey Phillips is going to be on as well. Uh, he'll be talking cricket and also the return of football in Pembrokeshire. He's someone who's been involved with different sports in the county and really looking forward to talking to him as well after eight o'clock but right now it's great to hear that gyms are reopening across Pembrokeshire because it is vital isn't it for mental health that people are able to exercise and Bill Kahn has been speaking to someone from one of those organisations who's delighted to have his business reopen. A lot has been made about the return to action for people who like to keep fit and quite rightly so because it's a vital part of mental health as well as physical. Someone who firmly believes that I know is the co-owner of CrossFit in Halford West who I've known for many years as a very good rugby player and not a bad cricketer either it's Matthew Davis Matt you must be pleased to see CrossFit up and running again back yeah it's been brilliant Bill we've been back for a couple of weeks now I think it's close to four weeks and it's just nice to see everybody and everyone's been ticking over training but it's a different type of training when we're all together working together and having fun really so it's been really good we've just been doing a charity event for one of our members who's got MS so we're raising money for charity and so we've, we've just done a hell of a workout it's taking 45 minutes so a bit out of breath at the moment yeah I was watching from a distance I'm making sure I'm from a safe distance because I don't believe in that sort of stuff at my <laughs> age but uh, it's evident there's a great sort of camaraderie there yeah yeah it's been really good and since Sam and Moritz have opened the second CrossFit gym in Pembrokeshire CrossFit it's big mad. We must have over 200 people doing CrossFit in Pembrokeshire now, which is brilliant when we started, when you think we started 10 years ago and we're pushing between 35 and 50 members to to have 200 people doing it now is a, it's a really nice journey and it's really nice to see the growth of it over the time, really. A lot of people, even if they like sport, might not know quite what CrossFit is. Just explain what it's all about, Matt. So basically it's a mixture between gymnastics, weightlifting and cardio. So between the cardio is skipping, burpees, running and rowing. And you just mix them all together and make a workout, which is norm- which is scored then, so it's competitive. So you're competing against everyone in the class, so you're either doing it for as many reps as you can in a set time or going to complete the workout as fast as you can. So mm. that's what people love about it, is the variety. You always mm. do a different session. It's measured so you can see you're getting fitter and you're obviously competing against other people as well and it's, uh, people think oh well, I'm not as fit as them I can't I can't there's no point in me going there I can't compete with them but you come in and you suss out the class and you find someone who you think you might be able to beat and then, mm. so you've still got that little bit of competition even if you're not really competitive in nature yeah tell us about some of the equipment I mean it's quite an extensive range of stuff that you've got there what sort of things do you have there basically we've just got a lot of barbells like a pull up rig where we do a lot of core work as well as rowers uh, salt bikes uh, we've got ski eggs we got stuff like worms and uh, heavy medicine balls medicine balls kettlebells and dumbbells we just we try not to complicate our builds to be honest mm. it's just simple fitness really and what about people if, if, you, if I was talking to someone and they say I fancy taking on a challenge and I want to be a bit fitter what sort of thing would I tell them about that it's competitive it's fun but above all else you it's encouraging you keep people going all the time don't you yeah, I think it's um, it's the variety that keeps people coming as well as as well as the social side of it. I think so. Yeah, if you are thinking about trying something new, it's actually really really addictive as you start. How so, often should you go to start? So we we recommend two sessions a week, but 
if you've got the bug for it, you'll end up three or four a week straight away because it is, it is, it is addictive, um, and you just want to get. There's so much to learn. You want to get better straight away. So, mm. so you're just hungry to develop. Then that's one thing. I think as adults, we forget to learn. We know our job. We've been to school, but you learn a hell of a lot of stuff in in CrossFit from the gymnastics side of it to the weightlifting side of it. And either me, after ten years, I'm still Sam will still tweak my technique on a snatch or a, or a clean and jerk. So. They're always learning, and it's always about that self-improvement, really, which is which keeps people coming back. I think it's great. I can't let you go without asking you. I know you're playing cricket again, which I'm chuffed to see. Because I was sad when you stopped playing because you were always busy. And rugby. I mean, what about plans for rugby? Do you ever plan to have a game again? Yeah. So obviously, I've had a lot of injuries since since my Achilles. Since mm. I ruptured my Achilles, I've really found it hard to to keep to the intensity of training with CrossFit as well as rugby. But I did go back to touch rugby. Uh, I know Matthew John's going to do a really good job at coaching. Mm. West. Yeah. He's and, playing uh, cricket as well. Yeah, he's been, I've been playing cricket as well. He's a good friend. So I had I've been to touch <laughs> once and I come out unscathed with an injury, so um, you never know, but it's a different different ball game yeah, touch to, to contact. But I definitely I, I definitely want to have a few more games, yeah, hundred percent. Well listen now, I know you show the same enthusiasm for CrossFit as you did for your rugby and still for cricket. So thanks for talking to us. I've watched from a distance and I am intrigued, but I promise you I'll keep out your way because I'll be useless. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, Bill, thanks so much. And that's Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn talking to Matthew Davis from CrossFit. Really good to hear that his business is now reopened. And don't forget, if you would like to suggest someone for us to feature on the show, you can drop us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com or leave us a message on the Facebook page. Here's Leona Lewis now and a moment like this. Oh, no. 
Lewis and a moment like this on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sports with G&G Builders. Find out more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. It was disappointment for Swansea on Saturday. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Brentford, we always felt were slight favourites for the game, but I just wondered if Steve Cooper could pull off a victory for the Swans. It didn't happen. How will Brentford fare in the Premier League? And where does that leave Cooper and Swansea going forward? We'll talk to Bill Fraser and Gordon about that live after eight. But we'd love to hear your thoughts. Do you give Brentford any chance of staying up? And what about Swansea? Can they push for automatic promotion next season? Or is that too much to ask? And today, Morecambe will play in the Football League's third tier for the first time in their history. That after a penalty from Carlos Mendes Gomez saw them beat Newport County 1-0. It was in extra time when the crucial moment in the game came when referee Bobby Madley judged that Ryan Haynes had fouled John O'Sullivan. Newport had seen a first-half penalty appeal of their own controversially not given. But that penalty in the 107th minute of the game enough to secure promotion for Morecambe into League One. But I think Michael Flynn's done a super job at Newport, no doubt about it. Uh, well, this is Pure West Sport. And let's hear right now from another one of our interviews. We always like to meet people doing a great job in the world of Pembrokeshire sport. And Bill Khan's been speaking to someone who's a very well-respected cricket coach and umpire from the county. It's always nice to bump into old teammates from cricket, especially when they're doing a great job now, not in the cricket, playing, but involved in other things. It's Jonathan Willington, who's playing tonight for hook against uh, Nayland. Uh, doesn't normally play now, he's a bit stiff because he's an umpire and a coach. John, you've you know, changed now from being a very fiery player and a good player into being someone who's putting a lot back into cricket. You've really enjoyed your career with uh, coaching so far? Oh, definitely, Bill, yeah. I think when I look back now, when Seth, my, youngest, my eldest boy, first wanted to go down to Hook to play a game of cricket and Dave Petrie invited me to join the coaching staff and put me through my coaching badges and stuff. I never thought I'd get so much enjoyment out of it, to be honest. Mm. I really, really enjoy it and since then, you know, I carried on then and got involved with the uh, county cricket mm. setup, the re- regional cricket setup, which I really enjoyed for a number of years. But, you know, being part of the, the setup down in Hook, we've got a good, good little coaching team there. Um, a lot of really dedicated people yeah. and work really hard, you know. I think the sadness at the moment is to see that you know, following 
what we've always feared following lockdown is that we're seeing a lot of youngsters not returning to the yeah. game, which is, and not just in hook, you know, across the mm. county, yeah. clubs dropping out of the league because struggling yeah. for numbers. And it's, it's difficult because, you know, there's a lot of clubs around the county put an enormous amount of effort into junior cricket because ultimately, you know, you have to you have to produce your own players yeah, uh, for right. the future. And it, it's, you know, it, it's just a shame to see it, but, but inevitably, you know, life has changed and people make different decisions yeah, so. right. but I mean you look at the hook side now that you're involved in it's a very talented young side your boy Seth what are you feeding him on last time I saw him he looked about 11 <laughs> now he's about 6 foot 2 and uh, a strapping young cricketer <laughs> yes yeah, he has grown and uh, you know to be honest you know, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be out here playing tonight but you know I'm helping out because of availability and stuff and that's one of those things I'm happy to do it but it, it's just lovely to be part of a team where yeah. all these youngsters have come through and you know Seth was keeping wicket tonight Lewis Miller he had 40 odd in the first team last week he did yeah really yeah. Uh, great knock against uh, Kilgetty um, yeah. and uh, and tonight now here we've got Harry Makepeace and Lewis Miller who opened the bowling yeah. both six overs each Harry had a couple of wickets yeah, Lewis bowled good. really well and Really, that's the product, you know, of, of all that effort the clubs put into the juniors. You know, it's, yeah. it's great to see. And I got to say, without bullying you up too much, you've taken to sort of umpire like a duck to water, and you're already earning a reputation as a very, very good umpire. I always think part of that is you played the game. You were a poacher turned gamekeeper, really, because <laughs> you could be quite a naughty boy on a pitch when I used to keep wicket to you. But I mean, you're enjoying the, the umpiring as well. Yeah, I think so, Bill. I think you know. I, I know when I talked to yourself previously, you always said to me that. You felt umpiring was probably the second best thing to play in the yeah. game, and I, and I think in my time so far, I, I would definitely agree with that. I think for me, it was a choice between sitting on the boundary on a Saturday watching the game or, or still being involved. And, and having finished playing, so I thought, you know, I felt well, I'll give the umpiring a go. Mm. And, and I have to say, I've really enjoyed it. And a lot of the guys around the county on the circuit have been really supportive, and I do enjoy it. And, and I think you're right. I think. You know, when you've played the game and the people that you're umpiring know you've played the game, I think there's a little bit of respect yeah. there then maybe, and you're able to build that rapport with the players. And I know from years ago when I refereed rugby as well, you know, the rapport with the players is is a massive part of of, yeah, of officiating. Indeed. Without that, the game it can be a very hard job. Yeah. With rapport, it makes the job so much easier. I think yeah. the good thing about it is you're involved every Saturday. You're with different umpires most weeks. I know you started off a lot with Richard Scriven, so it's two poachers turn gamekeepers there <laughs> with you and Scriff but I mean when you look at it you do have respect there's a mutual respect because you give it back to players you know yeah I think that's right and I think you know for me I think you know again going back to when I when I refereed rugby and I think it's the same with the cricket you know you did a good end, job of that well you know I, I, I only refereed locally but mm. I think just like just like when you play in the game as an umpire you will make mistakes it, you know humans no human is perfect mm. you will make mistakes and I think having the courage to admit that you've mm. made a mistake goes a long long way with players yeah. I think I think the key thing for me is that players will respect the fact that you make an error of judgment now and again mm. it happens players play bad shots players mm. drop catches they don't mean to and an umpire doesn't mean to make a bad decision but That's it's right. one of those things listen we could talk all night about Stackpool mm. cricket as well but uh, thanks for talking to me it's a joy to talk to you again thanks John Willington and that's Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn speaking there to Jonathan Willington if you would like to feature on the show or suggest a story for us to cover do leave us a message on the Facebook page or email sport at purewestradio.com it's Bank Holiday Monday. Really good to have your company on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. 
Dementia Action Week is about bringing people together to help improve the lives of those affected by dementia. Take action during Dementia Action Week and make the changes you want to see. Every week here in Pembrokeshire, support is available when required and personalised for every individual, helping them to live their lives to the fullest. For more information, call us now on 07849 086 009. This advert was kindly sponsored by PABS, the Pembrokeshire Association of Voluntary Services. Castle Hot Tubs, a Wales' largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire. Offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com How are you Bob? Good thanks Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. Oh, Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Lochmiler Farm Ice Cream. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. West is best on Pure West Radio. This world is 
Shakespeare's sister and stay on Pure West Radio. It's Monday evening and it's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Really good to have your company this evening as well. Uh, Wales confirmed their squad for the Euros at the weekend. Uncapped Cardiff City youngster Ruben Colwell was the surprise inclusion in Rob Page's squad. Colwell is an attacking midfielder who only made his Cardiff debut in February but has been part of the Wales training squad preparing 
for the finals. The 19-year-old was selected ahead of fellow forwards Tom Lawrence, Rabbi Matondo and Brennan Johnson, with Page describing him as a breath of fresh air since he came into the squad, saying he's really impressed me, he's got a presence, he can play off the right or play as a number 10 and can play in midfield as well. Uh, Wales begin their Euro 2020 campaign against Switzerland in Baku on the 12th of June and also face Turkey and Italy. Gareth Bale, the headline name in the squad that was named by Page for the tournament. It also included the experience of the likes of Aaron Ramsey, Narbuth's Joe Allen, Wayne Hennessy, Ben Davis, Johnny Williams, Danny Ward and Chris Gunter, who of course has won 100 caps. Has been one change to the squad though, that was confirmed earlier today with Tom Lockyer called into Page's squad. That's because St Pauli defender James Lawrence has had to withdraw after picking up a training ground injury. Lockyer's been capped 13 times by his country and is the replacement. And we'll have more on that I'm sure with Bill Gordon and Fraser after eight. But right now, Bill Kahn has been talking talking to a Pembrokeshire cricket legend. The very few people can say they've played 40 or 50 years for a club. The gentleman I'm talking to now is rightly proud of the fact, although he didn't make much of it, that he's played or been involved in the club for seven different decades. 70 years, Brian Griffiths. You don't look old enough still, but you started at nine, didn't you? Yeah, 11 really, and I played my first game, but I was... Used to score before that. Yeah. Yeah. And the first game, you batted with Cyril Venables. I've heard the story. Tell us about it. Yeah. You were 20 for nine. Cyril had his 50 then before. And then he he was out then. I was not out to the side. And yeah. what, only not out. One. One not out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And from that, you wouldn't like to say how many games you played altogether, right? Oh, I don't know. But you played your last game at 78. That was before the lockdown. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you're still hugely involved. You know? I mean, people rightly say, I know you don't like it, but you are Mr. Burton. I mean, how, how often a week do you spend up on the ground, you know, in the uh, season? Probably one day, uh, six to seven hours, you know. Yeah, in a week or in a day? Well, five hours in a day, yeah, yeah many, many yeah. times, yeah. Very understanding wife, yeah? Yes. Well done, Jean, for putting up with him, but she's probably glad to get rid of you like Marilyn is. <laughs> so what do you do, what, what would be a normal day up here then? What are the sort of things you're doing, Brian? Well, get the fish wicket ready, Yeah. you know, which takes quite a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. You cut the outfield as well? Yeah, I do the outfield as well, yeah. yeah. That takes a good hour. Yeah. I mean, do you um, actually look after the machinery as well? Oh, well... Ish. 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 <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, you played for this club all that time. You also played for the county as well? Yeah, I played for the county, yeah. I played the, for the county youth for many years. Yeah. Yeah. I played a few games for the county as well. Yeah. yeah. So when you look back now, the characters you must have played with and against, I mean, you talk about Cyril Venables, you always thought the world of you, and I know the feeling was mutual. Yeah. But you look back and think of the characters you played with and against there. Can you remember, like, the best players you played with in that time? Oh, like... Hard question. It's a, that's a hard question. I wouldn't like to see, you know, a, a lot of very good cricketers, mm. really. Like Peter Hall and, you know, people like him. Like. Yeah. Here, you played against... At one time, the Griffiths were here in real strength, weren't they? I mean, Di Griff was one, for example. That's right. You played with him. He was a character and a good player, wasn't he? Tremendous character he was. yeah. And Randall is probably right. Yeah, that's right, Danny. They yeah. both played. Yeah. And then you, there were two Brian Griffiths. So yeah. you were known as BE and the other one was WMB. WMB, but known as BMW. But he yeah. wasn't as smooth as you really. No, he's, he's, he's WMB, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, when you look at the youngsters today now, you've got a youngish side, yeah? Yes, yeah. And, and that's promising for the club. But you've seen a lot of very good players who started you and gone on to other clubs. Oh, what? You can understand in some ways, but it must sort of have you thinking, when you stay and build the club up here, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we do a lot. Hell of a lot uh, moved on, like when you look at George. Mm. George. Uh, George Thomas, Thomas, yeah. The Cross Martin. Richard Harris. Richard Harris. There were loads yeah. of good players like that. A lot of good players, eh? Yeah. Can you remember, here's a d- tough question, can you remember your best batting and best bowling performances? Because did you ever have 100? Yeah, you I had playing? 100, yeah. Did you tell us about that then? I scored 100 against uh, Lechard. 114, no doubt. And where was that? Down on the postage stamp. On the postage stamp. I'm very proud of the fact that I nicknamed that there and it's stuck and that's good. Very small ground, but you still had to score your runs there, didn't you? You yeah. know. And what about best bowling, right? Oh, I, I remember eight for six once against Tracone. Eight for six? Yeah. So it's eight wickets for six runs. Yeah. And where was that? Down in uh, Burton Inn. Like, oh, it's still yeah. on the postage stamp. No, down. no, no. Of course, you uh, played before, before that, that in different yeah. grounds. Different yeah. grounds, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So when you look now, I mean, you've stopped playing now. You finally said that's enough, <laughs> at last. <laughs> but I bet if they if they were stuck, you'd still play, wouldn't you? Well, possibly. I do stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still looking pretty. I hope I for the seconds most weeks, you know. For yeah. Everyone. Yeah. They need. Uh, there's nobody there, like. Ah, that's good. Well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you as usual, and uh, we could talk all night, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I remember you catching me once you blanked out when I'd scored quite a few runs yeah. uh, on the old postage stamp on the corner. I didn't see you hiding down on the slip road below it there. I had a good catch here uh, last season. I played against Crimlock down on the boundary. Yeah. Steve- Running around, yeah, someone told me all about it. Stephen Jones will tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you. Okay. I look forward to seeing you again soon in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn speaking to Brian Griffiths for the Monday Night Show. And if you would like to feature, drop us an email. It's sport at purewestradio.com or you can leave us a message on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. <laughs>
It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Great to have your company at the end of a really busy bank holiday weekend. After eight, Bill Gordon and Fraser with me. Alex Bailey scored 167 for Cresselli in the Pembrokeshire Cricket League on Saturday. He'll be our guest before nine. And Mickey Phillips, heavily involved with cricket in Pembrokeshire, but also well involved with the local football scene, will be our guest as well. I wonder if we're going to get a return for some local football next season we'll find out more with mickey after eight o'clock your views on swansea losing the playoffs and man city being beaten by chelsea in the champions league final just to mention as well the welsh regions that were involved over the weekend but well, only one of them in fact that was the newport gwent dragons in the guinness pro 14 rainbow cup they were beaten 27 16 by glasgow warriors in the same competition benetton beat connaught 2012 and in the Gallagher Premiership on Saturday, Harlequins 44, Bath 33, Northampton Saints 30, Wasps 25, and Johnny Thomas's Worcester Warriors 17, Leicester Tigers 18. And today in the Gallagher Premiership, Exeter Chiefs 74, Newcastle Falcons 3. Plenty more rugby chat to come in the next few weeks on the show as we head towards the Lions Tour. News on the way at 8, then we're live on Facebook for a Monday evening. You can join us, hashtag Pure West Sport, between 8 and 9. Right now, though, Liberty X and Just a Little. Uh, yeah, yeah.